Sky Squad, we are back in the building. And as you guys can see, we have the reigning king of reality TV in the building with us today. It's Mr. Carlos King in the house. How you doing? I'm good, Richie. How are you? I'm great. This is like a this is like a perfect birthday present for me. Okay. Yes, because your birthday's next week. Yep, it's coming up. It'll be by the time this comes out, it's the 16th. So this will uh, already be out by then. But it's uh, it's nice. It's happy nice. birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But enough about me. Okay. <laughs> first things first. I want to acknowledge something. Um, I tell this to my people on my channel all the time, how important it is to give people their flowers and to acknowledge when they're doing something amazing. And we have to do that right now with you because as a fellow Black content creator, producer, you have been giving us something that we have so desperately needed. And that is great content about real relationships, real families, real situations with high stakes. And I'm, that's important to me right there because I feel like that's the differentiation between what you're doing and a lot of what we're seeing on television right now, which is no shade to any of those other things. Okay. But it, it's the stakes that are involved that make what you do so appealing to a lot of us. And so I, I want to say thank you for that, but I want to start there. Well, let me, well, let me say thank you for that because I oh, never, never take that. I never take that for granted. And it means the world to me to hear you say that. And, and that's more the reason why I continue to just press on and press through and to really deliver what I feel like you said is, is just great content for my audience and, mm -hmm. um, and doing it in a way that just feels very special, unique and real. And um, it's not always easy to do, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a challenge that I love to take, take on. And, and you know, it's, 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 this has been a fantastic journey and I'm so thankful to God for it. Amen to that. Now, speaking of stakes, I feel like that's one of the things that differentiates your shows. With Love and Marriage Huntsville, we have the fact, the initial premise, this group of friends, this, these married group of friends, they were trying to build something in the real estate community. Bell Collective, you have Letitia trying to organize the ladies for Ferris Street. And with the Encore, you have all these artists trying to put together an album and a performance in 30 days. What now, having said that, what makes a great reality TV show right now? The unexpectedness. You know, we lived in a world for so long where reality TV sort of had the same formula, right? It was, let's just get a bunch of women together and, you know, um, have them be strangers, um, some may be friends but let have them fight over the most like not interesting thing in the world, super petty with no real stakes to their relationships or their friendships and just do it in terms of who's the best shade queen of the bunch. And listen, I was somebody who was a part of that, right? So I will own my, 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 my role in it. The reason why I started my company Kingdom Rank Entertainment is because I wanted to show a different side. 
Love and Marriage Huntsville, Bell Collective, and BET Presents The Encore, they all have one thing in common. It's successful people who are showing you the inner workings of their career and their relationships. Now, Love and Marriage Huntsville, organic friends who were friends before we even met the cast. And it was a real insight in terms of what a Black marriage looks like in this day and age. People love to talk about Bill Cosby, The Cosby Show, Claire Huxtable. And even watching those shows growing up, listen, I always knew it was entertainment. And I think a lot of what we see now with people saying, oh, well, when I watched The Cosby Show, it changed my life. I think that's a bunch of BS. I think people are just saying it because it sounds good. I think people definitely aspire to see um, relationships on TV that may reflect their lives. But at that particular time, that did not reflect Black households. It was aspirational and is what you wanted to aspire to, and that's, and that's, and that's great. Um, but I think when you think about reality shows now, the reason why my shows are connecting to people is because it's a mirror to their lives and it's a reflection of what you may not be going through or going through, but you know somebody who is. And, and, you, and that's why you root for them, you fight with them, you, you throw shade at them, but at the end of the day, you can't stop watching because it's mm -hmm. sort of like having a family member, you know, the, you know, the rich auntie, the gay uncle, or the crazy cousin, you know, who makes these decisions that you disagree with. And just because you disagree with them doesn't mean you isolate yourself from the family member. If anything, you want to know more and discover more and uncover more. And that's what my shows really do deliver to the audience. Another point that I have to give you is dynamic casting. What makes for the perfect cast? You have to have an organic connection. Mm. You have to have that one thing in common. So when you think about BT presenting, the fact that all of the ladies said, look, we all know what it's like to be in a girl group. So we, we have that commonality. We, we have that shared experience. It's sort of like this sorority, if you will. So that's what they enjoy and what they discovered about one another. And then you got to throw in a curveball. So throwing in Nivea, who's a solo artist, was to, to have Nivea be the audience. Because the other eight women understood what it's like to be in a girl group, and they understand like arguing and not making decisions and making a decision, but getting people on board. You wanted to have somebody in there to be like, this is shit y'all go through. And Nivea <laughs> was that comedy relief. And she's like, I've never experienced none of this. But I understand what it's like to be an artist. I understand what it's like to be a woman in this business. And I want people to watch that show to really understand what it's like to be a woman in the music industry back in the day and the challenges you face now. And that to me is the biggest draw to the show. Yes, it's funny, shady and all those things, but I think to understand women and to understand the dynamic of these professional singers who are really trying to do something together is, is, is just so interesting when you, when you attach to that living in a music mansion 
and giving them 30 days to make fetch happen. <laughs> how on to Regina George. How did this come about though? Like I know from everything that I've read, I mean the concept was developed what seven years ago? Mm-hmm. How did how did that come to be? And what happened and why didn't it go? Yeah. So I am a huge fan of girl groups. I'm a little gay boy who grew up listening to the Supremes. Okay. TLC, Crazy <laughs> Sexy Cool is the best girl group album in history. The Writings on the Wall by DC4 is, is a close second, but Crazy Sexy Cool is the best girl group album ever. So I was this boy who was just obsessed with girl groups. And I was working on the Real Housewives of Atlanta at the time. And obviously Candy being a part of Escape, you know, she's always been my inspiration. I love her so much. Um, but during that time, I wanted to say like, wait, how can we take this narrative of, of what's happening in TV, which is female ensemble, but I like to do something different. And, mm-hmm. and what's interesting about my career is the fact that I always feel like my shows are ahead of its time. Like when you think about like Hollywood Divas and The Next 15, The Next 15 especially, I feel like those shows were ahead of its time. And the reason why the girl group show got passed at two networks is because I truly believe the timing wasn't right. And I look at what that show would have been seven years ago, and I don't think it would have lasted. I think it mm. probably would have, you know, would have been compared to like a Housewives or Basketball Wives or Love and Hip Hop. But I definitely think the fact that we were able to um, have this come about in 2021 at a time where music is taking a different turn and reality shows are taking a different turn. It was supposed to happen in this time, which is why people like you and Funky Dineva and all of my favorite YouTubers and reviewers and bloggers are loving this show. Shows me that I did have something great seven years ago. The timing just wasn't there, but my love of girl groups afforded me the opportunity to do this show. And I want to be able to say, Carlos King may have brought back the essence of girl groups. And I hope Mm. that we're able to do that with this show. I would say you, we can check that off the list. Yes, you can can say that now. My question though is, who else was a part of that original vision? Oh my gosh, we, so the original cast was, D. Woods, Melody Thornton from Destiny's Child, who I love. She's so sweet. I love, love, love her. Um, we have Felicia Fallon. We have Shamari. Um, and I and Farrah Franklin. The legend. <laughs> okay, I, I gotta ask you because the clip that made the rounds somehow, okay, uh, with Keely. And Farrah, where, why didn't Farrah come to the table for this one? I know, I, one thing about Farrah who I love by the way, and she texted me congratulations by the way. I did text Farrah that this may be coming back. One thing about Farrah because Farrah is booked and busy, Farrah doesn't return phone calls. (laughs) 
She does it. True story. Um, so unfortunately, she could not be a part of this one. But if we're blessed to get a second season, I would love to have Farrah part of it. I think Farrah has a story that needs to be told. And I just think Farrah's interesting. And the funniest thing is the girls and guys, they want to see Farrah. They do. They, 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 listen, they love the show. They, they think the show is great. But I do get comments like, where's Farrah? <laughs> you know, it, it was that initial tease that got us, that hooked us in. And I didn't know that Keely was going to be such a big personality. Yeah. When you went to cast this season of the show, what was the casting process like? Because obviously some were from the original vision, but mm -hmm. like, how did you know who had the personality to pull off being in a reality TV show? Because it's not for everybody. It isn't for everybody and it's very difficult. And I'm dealing with the ramifications of that now because some of these women are like, uh, what is this? I'm like, this is what happens when <laughs> you're on TV every week and people get to judge you. I said, it worked for Cardi B, Tamar Braxton, Candy Burris. I can name a lot of people where being on TV every week helps you. So help me help you. Um, <laughs> But the original cast, you know, they all decided to come back, which was great because they they have a love for me and I have a love for them. And they really do, they always believe in this project. Dee was decided not to come back because she's focusing on acting, which I respect. Melody is focusing on her global um, solo career, which I respect. And Farrah don't return phone calls. So <laughs> we had their other originals come back. And then I'll be honest with you though, Richie, because a lot of people was like, how did you get Nivea to do the show? I'm like, I just asked her. And she said, yes. And I think a lot of that has to do with my reputation in the business. And I think people like working with me because they know that Carlos has integrity. And he's not out there trying to do a stereotype. Like mm -hmm. he knows how to give us a good show that people are talking about. And one thing I always tell my cast, and I'll be honest, they tell me too, they're like, bitch, you know how to make a good show. <laughs> like, if this show was boring, I'm, we would have been like, anybody watching this shit? But they're like, this show is good. And people are talking about it. And I think that surprise for a lot of them um, makes me happy because although they enjoy the process, none of them expected the show to be the hit that it is. Mm. I heard you mention something about the some of them are kind of coming back to you now. Like, what is this? Yeah. I have seen a couple of cast members kind of caption editing as yeah. uh I don't know if it's the issue they have, but I always think editing can't do nothing but edit what you give them. Right. It so how much of that do you is a frustration for you listen one thing i know about working with women and men in reality is they are very sensitive to people judging them on their personality and, and i and i get it i get it people talk about me and my personality carlo looks he somebody said the other day don't trust somebody who smiles like him oh okay <laughs> i guess i guess that's an issue like thank you um, 
So as frustrating as it may be to, to know that sometimes it comes across that they're throwing the show under the bus, I know their heart. And I know that this is new to them. Gotcha. And this is just something that they're learning how to navigate. And one thing that I always do is I hold their hands throughout the whole process, like the entire process. And I don't mind calling you the day of, the day after the show airs and, and really having you understand where the trajectory is going because it's new territory. Right. Again, the Housewives is a, is a different show has been on so many years that it's not to do the housewives of the hip hop. You know exactly what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. So pump your brakes. This one is different because it's the first of its kind. Right. And a lot of these women never did reality TV before. Of course, a lot of them were like, what is this? What's happening? Wait, I'm a trending topic. Why are people mean to me? But I do know that they will eventually see the fruits of the labor being shown because again, all I have to say is hi, Cardi B and Tamar Braxton. Okay. Okay. And Candy Barris. Hey. Okay. You got to talk about the greats. Yeah. I got some specific questions, though. Okay. These are some things that I feel like I want to know and the people want to know. Okay. Where did Aubrey go? Where did she go when she <laughs> took the mattress? Where did she go? <laughs> You'll find out the next episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just... Because here's the thing, I ain't seen her promote the show, okay? I didn't see her in the promo photos. So the people want to know, where's Aubrey? You'll find out next episode. Okay, so y'all better be watching this, this coming up episode because <laughs> uh, we're about to find out some questions that we all been having. Yeah. Um, my other question is this, and I know this is probably beyond what you do as you know, producer, because there are certain aspects of this that they're just living their lives within yeah. this sort of microcosm. Um, talk to me about Lamisha and Irish and how they kind of fit into this mix, because they frustrate, I think, me as a viewer, but they have these amazing stories. Mm -hmm. It's you took the words out of my mouth. They have amazing stories. I adore Lamisha and Irish. They are a part of a, an iconic girl group. And for me, it was the, the moment for them to share their story and, and what it was like to be a part of that group and to remind women who they were as part of this sorority that they're a part of. Again, Irish and Lamisha never did reality TV before. So they're walking in not knowing what's going to happen. But the beauty of those two is what you see is what you get. And because I've done reality for almost 15 years, I know when someone is phoning it in. I know when someone's playing to camera. I know when someone is trying to produce themselves. And one thing I love about Iris and Lamisha, they are two chicks from Vegas who are giving you who they are. And I appreciate the fact that they allow themselves to be vulnerable. Because listen, it's no secret that they were a part of a group where you know they had issues with their lead singer. They talked about that on the Unsung episode for TV One. 
So to be able to, again, show the world who they are, albeit if you like them or not, they're being themselves. And I really give them so much props for having the courage to embark on a show where they were going to have to be honest about their place in the business and where they want their careers to be. And mm. they do it so wonderfully. And listen, they're flawed. All the women are flawed. So again, not, I, I can't express enough the beauty of these women being super authentic. There's not one woman on this show who isn't being themselves. And that's why you see tears, arguments, everything else, because they're showing you their passion in this. And only real people who have a real story to tell can be able to do that. Where do we go in season two? Okay. You gotta talk about a season two. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta speak these things into existence. You know about that. Come on. Okay. Okay. So who are we looking at? Are we looking at anybody? Are we looking at the male version? And who do you want? That's what I want to know. Yeah, well, it's funny. Um, I gotta be honest with you. We are halfway through season one. So my focus is making sure y'all love season one to make sure that you know y'all wanted season two. The good news okay. is that's done. I, I, I've seen the tweets. Um, I love that Coco from SWV put her hat in and said, I want to be a mentor. I, I love Coco. Again, girl group fan. Um, I would love to follow where this, um, these ladies are taking you once you see the finale. The finale is so good and super surprising that I want to follow the next steps to that and to see how we're able to continue on this journey. And listen, I'm with you. I would love to do a male version with Cisco the Dragon, Raz B, Genuine, <laughs> Day 26, 112, Tank. Okay. <laughs> I read. I want to get the boys in. Because the boys are really the ones that make, <laughs> make it known who they are. Okay. I, 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 I've read the stories and I've heard the story and I want to show that side. But no, I want to be able to do this show for as long as the audience allows me to. So without giving too much away, I guess you, uh, I'm, I'm, I probably know the answer to this question before I ask, but I got to ask. Go ahead. And am I going to be able to download and stream these songs that we are hearing right now? Because they're working on songs that sound amazing. That's Rick, what I want to know. I did not do this show to make reality stars. Okay, period. thank you. Thank you. So make sure people know that. Carlos King says in quotes, I did not do this show to make reality stars. I did this show to remind people how bomb these women are. You're going to get music, period. And the music is good. Okay, okay, now, okay. That I can tell you. You're going to get the music. I... You 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 must get it. You have to get it. And and what was the what's the point of doing this show if you're not going to be able to download the music? I want to be in my car bumping, talking, and skeletons and birds. Okay. Music. After all this, I feel After like I need that, my you, reward. Absolutely. I'm not going to sit up here and allow that to happen. No, I want okay. you all to enjoy the music that these women did together. You have okay. to. Okay. I was about to say, don't be like Diddy and making the band and then tell us we're going to get it. Um, that's what happened. 
My other question is this, and it's slightly, uh, we're going to switch topics for a second because this show is coming up to um, Love and Marriage Huntsville. Let me, yeah. I just got to ask, I got two questions for you. One, why didn't we get a reunion last okay. season? Okay, so please tell me that. Yes, COVID. Oh, okay. Well, there you, there you have it. There you and, have it. And, and, and I know people are like, well, Carlo, you should have did a virtual reunion. Look, I really do care about the work I put out there. When my name is on something, I don't take that lightly. I did not want to do a virtual reunion for this mm. show. It would have looked bad. We had the most explosive season of the show yet. Do you really want to hear Martel and Melody on their living room couches separately <laughs> talking no, about right. what they, I, I, I literally sat for five minutes, Richie, and, 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 and imagine a virtual reunion. And my face frowned up and scrunched up. And I was like, I will not ever disrespect my audience and give them some bullshit. And listen, they were mad at me and, and I get it. But the beauty is we were allowed to tape a season so fast that you're getting to watch a new season July 17th at nine o'clock. So and, and, there's and, that. You'll get a reunion this time. Okay, okay. And so then my follow-up question is, since we got that rolling out this coming weekend, what can we expect this season? Like, give us give us a little something. You got to give us something to get, you know, because we're already excited. Yeah. Kimmy and Letitia, um, they go through it in the season premiere. <laughs> so you get to see how that happens. You get to see how Miss Wanda interjects herself in the <laughs> in their moment, which she does. Um, they get to go on a cash trip. Okay. And it's interesting when a divorced couple have to go on a couple's trip. And again, I'm used to working on shows where once the woman divorces the guy, he is never on the show anymore. Disappears, right. Yeah, hey, Peter Thomas. So I did not want to do that with this one. So you get to see Marta and Melody on a couple's trip. And it goes down basement. And then you get to <laughs> see a brand new couple come and make their mark. Okay. Because you gotta add some 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 pieces in there so that people aren't too comfortable. So yeah, I can appreciate. So I, I want to make that. sure that the audience is like, oh, I didn't expect that. I can appreciate that. Okay, so we can get excited about that. One last thing, and then I'm gonna let you get back to work. Bell Collective season two. Can you give us any detail? And just a can you give us a nugget, anything, anything to to satisfy our appetites? I'm working on that. Okay. Okay. We're going we're going we're going to take that and run with it. And thank you so much because I will say this, you're one of the people who immediately and, and the reason why I wanted to make sure that we had this conversation to this interview is I recognize you look like me, a black man in this business, and when I see someone who is reviewing my shows and they're doing it with such honesty because you had 
bad things to say about some stuff. And I was never mad. And that's, I think the reason why everyone loves working with me, meaning like reviewing my shows and I retweet every review people make, good or bad. <laughs> I, I really want to be able to say, I see you. And I, I, I take a privilege in that you would take time out of your day to talk about my show. You were one of the few people in the beginning of The Collective who was like, this show is interesting. And there's something about this show that I like. There's other stuff I don't like, but I'm gonna keep rocking. And then you, you reminded people like, look, I know y'all weren't feeling in the beginning, but y'all gotta stay tuned, baby, because it gets better and better and better. And I wanna thank you for your honesty in that. And that show um, is, is, is funny. That was the, one of the shows where people had good things to say and some bad things to say, but it was more good than bad. And then when the show, when the, when the reunion happened, we had a whole new audience come in, which was great. And then people were like, oh, I, I, okay, I've been sleeping on this show. Yep. So yep. the reason why I'm taking my time is because right. I want to get it right for you guys and to make sure that when we do come back, we're coming back with a vengeance. Okay. Okay. Just, I mean, and this is just my request, keep that group. That group is... You like all five of them. I do. I felt, you know, I felt like there were... There were things that I felt like I I wanted to see more of yeah. with certain people, like mm -hmm. with Tambra. I wanted to see yeah. a little bit more of her personal, like her personal story, but also her with the women. Yeah. Cause she seemed a little. Mm -hmm. But do you remember that episode where her and when I got into it? And, and, and it's that's funny. why I she say that. Like, oh, Tambra, your radio voice went out the window, honey, when you was checking Miss Antoinette. That's what I'm talking about because she was she she gave us another side of herself. It was yeah. like, okay, this is a new layer of the onion. I want more of that. So you want to see the cast back? Would you like to see new people? I would like to see maybe one or two new people thrown okay. in there because you know I think it's always good when you mix it up a little. Okay. That's what that's what I think we would like. <laughs> Whatever you want, Richie, you gonna get child. <laughs> But no, thank you guys for the collective. Um, and it's funny because when I promote the encore, or, or now that I'm promoting the new season, Love and Marriage, people are like, "That's cute." Where's the collective? So I'm glad we were able to talk about that. Mm -hmm. you, I couldn't let you get away without asking some questions about it. Um, Carlos, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you for taking out some time to talk to me and to the audience and the community because we love support you and we're going to keep rocking with you. So just keep doing your thing. Thank you, my brother. And, and I will always support you. I will support everyone in your business because I'm not one of those executive producers who don't understand the privilege of people reviewing and talking about your work, albeit good or bad. I receive it all. And one thing I learned from Tyler Perry is there's always a message in, in what people tweet about or say about your show. And I do want everyone to know that I take those things into consideration. And you are somebody who I respect. And the stuff you say, I always be like, oh, okay. So I want you to know that you are part of my focus group. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all heard it here first. Mr. Carlos King in the building talking about the Encore, Bell Collective, Love in, Love in Marriage Huntsville. And that comes out 
July 17th at 9 p.m.? Yeah, 9 p.m. Okay, we got it. We'll be rocking with you. All right, y'all, this is your boy, DJ Richie Scott, and we will catch you in the next video.